This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, Louisville opening ACC play, Louisville football that is, down at Florida State in Tallahassee, Dope Campbell Stadium, Saturday, 3.30 ESPN2. Uh, is going to broadcast it. Our own Jody Demling will be down there. I am senior writer Michael McCammon. The before mentioned Jody Demling publisher is with us. Uh, and Jody, this is a this is a big game for Louisville, obviously for Louisville, obviously for a number of reasons. Uh, but Louisville coming in two and one, looking for their third straight win. Florida State after three games, uh, they haven't been in this position in a long time. Uh, oh and three, what nineteen seventy six? So um, big yep, game for but- both programs on Saturday afternoon. Bobby Bowden's first year, the late Bobby Bowden's yeah. first year. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird, it's kind of kind of crazy. I mean, a Florida State team that I think, you know, heading into week two, everybody was pumped up about and thought, yeah. oh, they're going to be really, really good because they played great against Notre Dame and McKenzie Milton this, McKenzie Milton that, and a Louisville team that was like, oh, they're going to be terrible. Are they going to win another game and all that? And now flip the script here just, you know, just 14 days later or almost less than that, really. And it's kind of different, you know, and uh, and and it's the – I hate to jinx it, Michael, because I know when I say this, I'm going to jinx it. It's the it's the Florida State boards that are melting down. And, I mean, it's it's really crazy. And the other thing, too, is that these are two programs, remember – that are both wearing and and, and 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 I don't mean this in disrespect to either one of them, but they're both wearing, you know, decals. And, and quite honestly, that both teams should be wearing probably jerseys that say Howard Schnellenberger and Bobby Bowden in the back of them for what those two uh, those two guys yeah. did to uh, for this program. But they both passed away within what about a month and a half or so, about two mm-hmm. months of each other. Um, and 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 so this is kind of a a, a big game kind of a key game and, and and quite honestly just a little bit of a different kind of game because you know you've got uh, you've got two teams headed in opposite directions where they were two weeks ago yeah Louisville you know going from as you described you know after week one and even week two for Louisville um, you know this most people probably would have projected that this would have been a loss for Louisville obviously Florida State you know I'm struggling to get the season going losing at home on the last second uh, play the game against Jacksonville state. I mean, that, that's something that, that just can't happen. Um, and now Louisville coming in as a one and a half, two point favorite. Uh, so yeah, things can, can change quickly. Um, you know, I am anticipating a, a close game, you know, Jody, one of the things that I'm most intrigued about, you know, and you have to thank their head coach, Mike Norvell um, is, is basically, and I need to save my, my job mode. Um I mean, it's it's getting you, – you referenced the message board for Florida State. It's getting ugly down there pretty quickly, and you can understand. I mean, that's a, a very tradition-rich program. Uh, but one of the things that I'm really curious to see is what they do behind center. You know, you mentioned McKenzie Milton, Jordan Travis, the former Cardinal, transferred down to Florida State in, what, 2018? Um, obviously, you also have Chubba Purdy, who was part of the 2020 class, longtime Louisville commit that flipped, you know, on signing day. It's likely 
you know, all three of those guys are going to play against the Cardinals. Um, you know, as Norvell looks for something that could potentially click uh, with the offense, you had Jordan Travis uh, looked really well uh, last week until he got dinged up a little bit. So he's questionable. Uh, Mackenzie Milton looked, you know, great in that first game against when, once he came in to replace Travis against the Irish and almost let, brought them back to a, a win in overtime against Notre Dame. So, um, you know, and, and now Purdy, who's been rehabbing from injury, you know, getting some positive, you know, pub from his coach saying, you know, hey, he's potentially climbing up the depth chart if Jordan Travis can't go. So I think if, if Milton doesn't click, you know, and if Jordan does play and he doesn't click, you know, get ready to see uh, Chuba. You know, which, of course, you know, he didn't have a great outing the first time he met Louisville, uh, but he's certainly a little bit more mature, understands the offense a little bit more. So I'm curious to see how that all unfolds uh, for, for Florida State uh, on Saturday afternoon. I, I could see it. I could see a, a, a scenario where they do play all three of those guys. Yeah. Um, and, and quite honestly, I would be at this point, I, I think I'd be surprised if they don't, you know, because they're they're looking for they're searching. They're looking for anything. Exactly. Um, here, I said this on, on Tuesday in our key matchup, and I, I think that is the key matchup. I think that is the matchup. I think Louisville's going to move the ball. There's going to be there's going to be negative plays. There's probably going to be more negative plays for Louisville this weekend uh, than what we've seen just because of the defense that Florida State has. But Louisville's going to move the ball, and I think Louisville will score will score some points. Um, but I do think that the key matchup is that the quarterbacks and, and who is in there and recognizing who is in there, they're totally different. I mean, it couldn't be any more different than what Mackenzie Milton and Jordan Travis uh, are for, uh, you know, for Florida State. I mean, when you look at uh, when you look at Mackenzie Milton, he is a he is a pure passer. He is one of the best passing quarterbacks. Uh, in the country over the last, uh, you know, f- four years or so. Um, I think he's like, you know, fifth most yards in that time uh, in, in all of college football. Yeah. When you look at Jordan Travis, that was the knock on him when he was at Louisville a little bit. That was a knock on him last year when, the, when teams were preparing for him. And it's still the knock that he's not the polished passer, but he can really hurt you with his legs. And he's gotten good enough with passing that, that he can do a little bit of both. And then Chuba is kind of the wild card because you just don't know how good he is right now and how he has, you know, recovered. So, yeah, I, that, that's it's look, it all boils down to that, Michael. If Louisville yeah. can do a good job against their quarterbacks, um, you might I don't have the stats right with me, but I think if I'm not mistaken, I think there's been I think it's the number is 14 guys that have caught a pass. Yeah. For Florida State. Okay. But not one Florida State receiver is over 100 yards on the season. And that's mind blowing to me of all the, the weapons, all of the people, all of the wide receivers that they've had over the course of time for them to go through three games already without a 100 yard receiver is uh, is a crazy, crazy stat, almost like 0 and 3 for the first time since 1976. Yeah, Louisville already with two 100-game wide receivers already under their belt, uh, you know, one of them being Amari Huggins-Bruce, and kudos to him. You know, the ACC kind of giving him a nod today is one of the top freshmen in the league through through three weeks of football. Uh, so, you know, we've seen flashes of it, so really looking forward to that. But, you know, you, you brought up, you know, Florida State's defense, and, you know, if you haven't figured it out or if you haven't read it, if you haven't seen it yet, Florida State, despite their 0-3 start, is one of the best uh, – defenses and getting to the quarterback getting in that uh, offensive backfield that there is in the country um the, the transfer that they got uh from georgia jermaine johnson i mean he's 
you know, leading the ACC up there in, you know, amongst the top in, in the nation in both sacks and tackles for a loss. I mean, this is a defense that's going to attack and attack. Um, so I'm curious to see how well they're going to do against uh, Malik Cunningham, who obviously is, is quite a mobile quarterback and can hurt him with his legs. So, um, but like you, I think the, I think, look, I think prior to their wake forest game this past weekend, you know, I, I think they had, they had this image that their defense, even though they were struggling, could really shut people down, you know, for the most part, um, you know, but I think once they, you know, what Wake Forest did against them, you know, kind of opened the eyes a little bit. Okay. Hey, you know, there's some, there's some serious weaknesses here with the Seminole defense, especially, you know, over the top, you know, that, you know, I think Scott Satterfield and his office are probably going to take, a, you know, you would hope that take full advantage of them, um, you know, come kick off and the four quarters ahead. Yeah, I think uh, I think their defensive line is really, really good. One of yep. the better defensive lines in the ACC. I think their linebackers are not what they have been. They're okay, kind of middle of the pack in the ACC. And I think their secondary is just not very good. And it's young yeah. and it's green and it's just not. It's just not very good. So I think when you're if you're Louisville, you have to take advantage. Uh, you have to take advantage of that. If you're Louisville uh, this weekend, and uh, and not let them shut you down. I mean, you they're going to get sacks. Like I said, there's going to be negative plays. Just get just be prepared for that and get used to it because it's going to happen this week. It's going to happen this week. It's going to happen against Florida State for everybody. But you have to take advantage of the open plays and the breakdowns and things that that get through. And and if they continue, here's the biggest thing with Florida State. If they continue to have the penalties that they had last week against uh, Wake Forest, that, that that was a killer too because there was a couple drives that looked like they were going to end, and boom, they were done because of a, just a bad penalty. Yeah, that's a, it's a excellent point. And, you know, and flipping it on the other side, you mentioned their wide receivers, and I think you know of the 14 who have caught something, I think it's 11 or 12 of them have caught three or more, and I don't think there's anybody – I think it's six, maybe seven is the most one of the wide receivers has, and like you said – Nobody are over 100 yards. So I think, to me, that is, you know, they've got the issue at quarterback. You know, they have yet to find really a breakout wide receiver that's really hurting anybody, force them to throw the ball. You know, so they do have a couple of running backs that one's averaging like, you know, a little over eight yards a carry. Another one's averaging like 6.8 yards a carry. So, uh, and then if Jordan Travis is in the game, you know, he's going to create with his legs a lot as well. So I think if they can try to contain them and jump out on them a little early, uh, to to really kind of force that passing game, you know, I, I really like Louisville's chances easily covering the the one and a half. <laughs> yeah, and I think Michael, here's here's the thing. Look at Florida State. Look, I remember going down there a few years ago, and Louisville should have won the game. Was in the game, yeah, and uh, and, and probably should have won the game. A couple, of the last two trips, really, uh, and then and then the Blanton Creaky one uh, was, I think, was that three trips ago now? I believe when he when he kicked the field goal to win the game. But the point being that they should have won a couple games, and Dalvin Cook was uh, was in the backfield. Dalvin Cook yeah. was the running back for Florida State. They don't have a Dalvin Cook on the roster. That's just a, it, it, it. It is a different Florida State team talent-wise right now offensively. And, again, if you're Louisville, you have to take advantage of that. You have to make them one-dimensional on defense, and you have to take advantage of them not being able to handle your one dimension, which is Malik, and going down the field. And uh, so hopefully a couple big shots down the field, I think, uh, will get Louisville out. I think Louisville covers this weekend. And, again, I think, Michael, hopefully – Next week for a third straight week, we'll have a couple of fun podcasts 
uh, to do and, uh, and, and not, and not have to uh, talk about uh, negative things. So that's what I'm hoping for. You know, and that kind of, you know, brings up the point I wanted, and you kind of mentioned it earlier, but when you look at these two programs, I mean, Louisville is currently a program feeling really, really good about itself. You know, even on both sides of the ball, offensive line feels like they turned in their best performance. A lot of guys, you know, on both sides of the ball feel like they turned in their best performances of the year. You know, and so they're coming to this game feeling really good about themselves. Florida State, you know, their message from you know, from their head coach all week is, you know, we've got to learn from from our losses. And, you know, so they're really struggling, you know, mentally. Uh, we had a five questions from uh, from Chris Nee from the Florida State side on, on 247 Sports, and he kind of mentioned it. You know, they're, they're, it's, that's when, when you start the year 0-3, especially after that first week where everybody kind of hyped you up when you almost beat Notre, Notre Dame and then to be brought back down to earth so heavily and so quickly, um, that takes a toll on you, on you mentally. So at some point, you know, you wonder, you know, if this keeps going this direction for, for Florida State, could this be their year like Louisville experience in Bobby Petrino's final year in 2018, where you get to a point and, you know, a lot of the players are just like, screw it. You know, there's nothing to play well, for. Done. Michael, and the, the, the thing about this Florida state team is it is made up of a lot of transfers and a lot of younger guys. So yeah. that's the one thing is there's not a whole lot of guys that have been around for, for, for a long time who are the leaders and that kind of thing. They have leaders on the team, but they've got a lot of transfers that they're counting on. And they have a lot of young guys, a lot of, uh, of, of freshmen or COVID freshmen that they're counting on. And you're right, that, that really takes a toll really on those kind of guys uh, that haven't been around, that haven't shown, uh, you know, that haven't been, that seen the way of, uh, of the Dalvin Cooks and the, and the guys in the past who, um, you know, even when they didn't play well, they were going to win games. And that's just, you know, more than anything, I think, to me, the way Louisville has played Florida State the last four or five years is the mystique is kind of gone. I, I can remember when Louisville would go into a game, you know, six, seven, eight years ago when we first started playing back in, you know, 2014 and 15. And when, when Louisville started playing them, uh, you know, on a regular basis, Louisville would go into the game and they would be they would be on the on the short end of it already going in because of mentally because of that yeah. you know that stigma that was Florida State and I think that that's gone and again I think Louisville just needs to take advantage of it they should have won two years ago there they need to win this game uh, it's it started at a point went to a point and a half went to two and a half is what I saw it at the most and now today I checked and uh, it was back down to a point and a half so cards a little bit of a favorite on the road in Tallahassee. I will be there. Michael and I will have full reports on everything, including whatever Scott Satterfield has to say after the game. Again, let's hope that it's all positive. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. This has been our game week, a game day, game close day edition of the Cardscast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.